You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The police in the Eastern Cape are investigating an apparent suicide murder tragedy that played out in Butterworth at the weekend. Now, it's believed that a mother first killed one of her three daughters before taking her own life, uh, or rather the older one and then the other two before taking her own life. And police spokesperson uh, Colonel Priscilla Naidu says that uh, neighbors found the 38-year-old uh, Bonge Gabuso hanging in her rondavel on Sunday morning. Her two younger daughters were found on the bed while the 14-year-old daughter was stabbed in the neck. Meanwhile, the Eastern Cape uh, Department of Social Development has gathered at the very same community uh, where this tragedy occurred. And for more on this, uh, we join on the line now by uh, Busisiwe Jemsana Mantashe, uh, speaking on behalf of the province's MEC for Social Development, uh, Bugiwe Fanta, uh, who is still engaging with community members, as we understand. Uh, Busisiwe, thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Updated Noon. So let me first start with, you know, the sentiments expressed by the MEC and, of course, the department at large, uh, given that a woman had to basically at this stage, as we understand it, take her own life and that of her children because of extreme poverty that they had to endure. Um, the speculation is that, uh, Sakina, that is uh, what happened. Of course, we are waiting for the police to still confirm upon their investigation. Um, our social workers have also been to the home and they are also resident here to offer any psychosocial support to anyone who might need it. Um, it is no lie, Sakia, that uh, poverty is uh, a major challenge, especially in the rural parts of the Eastern Cape. That is why as the department in this financial year alone, we've put aside six million rand for cooperatives that will focus mainly on women and young people. So as to deal with the sketch of unemployment that is affecting uh, not only the province, but also the country. So we are doing um, uh, what we can and also engaging the private sector to say let us uh, offer skills development programs for young people and women in rural areas so that they deal with the challenges, especially the challenge of poverty. So that over and above the grants that we give them, they do have something that they can work on that is aimed at putting food on the table so that we don't wake up one day and we hear such stories, especially if they are going to be said that they are caused by uh, poverty or economical challenges that are facing the people of the province. Sisiwe, how much has the government um, paid towards uh, these cooperatives and how effective have those programs proven? I think they are very um, effective because uh, where we are, uh, just uh, kilometers away from the household, we are actually visiting a sewing project where women have gathered to 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 do uh, to do sewing, and and are using those products to sell um, to the neighbouring uh, businesses. But uh, the MSC has been saying, Kasakina, that uh, the private sector, especially as it relates to your uh, technology companies, your MTN your Vodacoms, your big companies, your Coca-Colas, your SABs, they must come on board so that over and above suing, which is what people are accustomed to, we also uh, offer these uh, 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 digital skills 
to young people and women in rural areas because we are moving towards um, AI, we are moving towards digitization. And so we need to equip young people for that and ready them for anything so that they will be able to compete um, in the in the national markets and actually uh, make a living for themselves. And we've seen a huge difference that it is making. We've also been taking young people to offer them motor mechanical skills, but also make sure that they enroll into driving uh, uh, schools and uh, acquire driving licenses. And we believe that that is a step forward in making sure that they are ready for the job market should the economy open up. But even if it doesn't, they are able to open their own businesses. And you've been saying, uh, whilst we wait for employment or for job uh, creation, people in rural areas, Sakina, know how to work the land. They know how to sow. They know many other things that can help them. And these things are in demand. But we are seeing an influx of people coming into our areas, offering imibato to us, offering traditional attires, and we actually buy them. So we need our own people, the people who know how to do these things, to do them. That is why we've been funding these cooperatives to say, if you need sewing machines, if you need mm. ABC, we are here to assist as government and actually help you find the market because it's one thing to actually sew and make these garments, but you need to find the markets. And so we're working with businesses to actually find the markets so that it's not just to put food on the table, but you are able to leave off your products. Okay, I, and I hear that, but you haven't answered my question. Uh, firstly, how much has government spent on these programs? Uh, and you can actually uh, quantify it to this particular area in Butterworth. And also in terms of uh, just assessing the efficacy of those programs, how are you doing that? Because empirically, are you able to prove that there has been a good return on investment? Because it's it's, it's all good and well to say uh, we see it is effective, but how do you know that it's effective? How many people have been assisted by these programs? How have they been assisted? How do you quantify it uh, per family, for example, if you say we've assisted so many women and this is the multiplier effect of that? We have put aside this financial year, Sakina, six million rand for cooperatives for young people and women um, in uh, the Eastern Cape. Um, we have uh, put young people in skills programs that have proven to be very effective. Uh, just uh, last month, we were in Tsomo uh, in the Krisani district, where young people who were selling their product to uh, families in around uh, their community have now moved a step up to sell to your local shops, your boxers and your shop rights that are in the area. And so that means that they are in employing more people now whenever they need to, to plow and whenever it is time to take the produce to sell to, to those neighboring uh, uh, businesses that are in the area. But we've also seen how we incubated these young people who we've put in these motor uh, mechanical skills that they're able to get employment from the very same companies that will be hiring to offer these skills, but also
also being able to work in the local mechanical uh, businesses that are in their areas. A lot still needs to be done, no doubt about it. But we strongly believe that that which we have done is going a long way in helping mm. families and in helping communities. Because when we employ one person per household, you are actually adding to what they would have had, which is only a government grant, but also now you have multiple streams of income that are coming into one family and also uh, escalating to other uh, neighbors and other families as well in the community. Absolutely, which is why it would be helpful to have specifics. If you could say in this area there were 10 people who were trained and this is where they were absorbed at a company here. Uh, Two of them got jobs there, whatever. But I suppose we're not going to get to that at this point. But just in terms of the Butterworth area. I think if we're being fair, Sakina, if we were to get to that point, because we are dealing with eight districts in the Eastern Cape, if you had said to me you want the actual statistics, then it would be easy to go back to say this is the document. These are, are, are the how many number of people that have been employed. Remember, it's not only um, Muma, it's not only Batot, because even in Muma you have so many uh, towns and so many villages in the area. So it's very easy to get those statistics. Okay. But it is it is helpful that when when we prepare for such interviews, we are able to inform me to say I would want you to speak a district or a town how many have actually acquired these and would make that information readily available well, for you uh, we can do that but i would imagine that if we're talking about a tragedy that unfolds in butterworth and we're talking about um this possibly being related to poverty and, uh, you know, this uh, attendance situation in that area, uh, that would go without saying. But I'm happy to give you the opportunity to go back and then bring those statistics to us. There's no problem there, Busisi, where we can always come back to it. So please, let me ask you formally then, if we can come back, you could send those stats to us or we can come back on the radio and speak to those statistics uh, empirically. Because I think that would be helpful because we know that many of the families were hard hit as well by the COVID-19 pandemic and what happened after that, uh, quite apart from the poverty that they had continually uh, been enduring. We, we, we know that some time ago, um, especially also during and after the uh, pandemic, uh, Gift of the Givers, they spoke to us here on the radio about uh, the poverty-stricken uh, situation of so many households in the Eastern Cape and how dire that situation was. But at this stage, um, you know, is there any clarity with regard to, uh, you know, uh, when we can expect the results of the uh, post-mortem or any other um, investigations that you are currently under, uh, that are being undertaken, not by your department, but undertaken by the relevant departments about what actually took place here, Busisiwe? I, I think the health department and, and the police would be better placed to, to answer to that in terms of giving you the actual timelines and, and when that information will be ready. Of course, we'd also uh, want to be close to that, but we are allowing the authorities to do their job uh, so as to allow the investigations uh, to run smoothly. Um, and, and, and really from that then uh, flows our intervention. But currently in this homestead, uh, the only person who 
who is here at this point is the aunt who also lives in Johannesburg. Uh, we have offered psychosocial support to her and the people that were uh, at the scene and, and should be moving. I, I, I can only presume to back to her life in, in Johannesburg, but we are as the department ready to offer uh, counseling and refer her to other, uh, our sister department in, in, in Johannesburg. But over and above that, Sakina, I think the main point of the MEC being here uh, over and above this family is to make sure that she raises an awareness to the whole community to say uh, people must not wait until things explode because uh, this speaks to mental health challenges. And and you and I, it's easy for us to go to a psychologist and, and offload whenever we feel the pressures or we feel that we are not coping and say, the MEC has been advocating to say, go to our offices, our social workers are there, they're on standby to offer those services to anyone who is experiencing undue hardships, but also offer options that are available should anyone feel that they cannot cope with the status quo and how to go up about uh, making sure that at least life is bearable for those who are experiencing challenges mm. and undue hardships. Are those available in Butterworth at the moment? Can someone right now listening to this program get up and go and find a social worker and find the necessary support that they need as we speak? One thing I am sure about Sakina is that social development through its social workers is the closest department you can find closer to communities because they do visits, home visits to communities. And in Numa alone, we have funded about six uh, white door centers, including a safe home for women and a, 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 a men's uh, organization. So as to make sure that people get those services closer to them, they're able to go to a, a white door centers of hope to seek help and if they feel that their lives are under threat or they cannot continue to live where they are they can go to our safe homes but even if that is exhausted our social workers are able to refer people to other uh, safe white door centers that we have across the province including those that are owned by 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 the private sector which we work very well with and fund so as to make sure that we stretch the arm of government in helping those in need well, let's leave it there. Thanks so much, Busisiwe Jemsana Mantashe, speaking on behalf of the Eastern Cape MEC for Social Development, Abuhiwe Fantas. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.